Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The final word. Good evening, I'm Albie Oxenrider, and welcome to the first final word of 2022. We're highly rated, we're award-winning, and we're star-studded. And if you're keeping score at home, mark it down. This is the show that invites you into the conversation. You can get your opinion right here every Sunday night. With all that out of the way, let's get started by introducing to you to tonight's three panelists from our partner at DKPittsburghSports.com. It's Dan Kabachevich. Albie, I just want you to know, if this show doesn't go well, I'm telling you, there might be a walkout here, and the jacket will be the first thing to go, but not the last. I have no problem in believing this will go very well. Tim Benz from the Steelers Radio Network and also the Trib. Hi, Tim. Antonio Brown's strip tease was the greatest in sports history, or at least since Ned Braden at the end of Slapshot. Oh, my. And also from DK <laughs> Pittsburgh Sports, welcome back, Dale Wally. Well, it's a new year, but it's the same old Browns. Happy Browns eliminated from the playoffs day. All right, some of the topics we're centered on tonight. Looking for five words. A New Year's resolution for any sports team. Are the Penguins a legitimate cup contender? What are the new expectations for Pitt football? And after a strange and troubling incident on the field against the Jets, Antonio Brown is no longer a Tampa Bay Buck. What is his legacy? But first... The night's big topic. What are your expectations from Ben Roethlisberger if these are indeed his final two regular season games with the Steelers? Day and start us off. Well, not that Ben's ever been good at topping A.B. for drama. No one does. And I'm at least partially convinced that A.B. did this to, you know, one-up Ben's big day tomorrow. Uh, ben has always had that knack for the drama with the 51 fourth-quarter comebacks, uh, with his own comebacks from from injuries and surgeries and everything. Uh, he has risen to the occasion, and I expect him to do that tomorrow at Heinz Field in what's going to be, I think, one of the better atmospheres uh, that stadium's ever seen. Um, as such, in order to have that count, you got to beat the Browns. And, hey, what do the Browns have left to play for, right? Tim? My expectations for Ben Roethlisberger at least be good enough to beat a sub-mediocre Browns team and a tragic Baltimore Ravens secondary. Uh, I think that Roethlisberger and that offense can be good enough to win these last two games, but if they are now relying on the Jacksonville Jaguars to beat the Indianapolis Colts to get in the playoffs, that's not happening. And I got to challenge one thing that Dayon said earlier. Mm -hmm. Dayon, if Antonio Brown was that calculated in his thinking, he would have considered the million dollars in bonuses that he threw away with his gloves and his uniform and his shoulder pads. That would have come into play, I think, before 
tried to trump Ben. Yeah, I would think about those souvenirs those New Yorkers are getting to hawk tonight. Dale, you're next. Well, you know, I, I expect Ben to go out uh, and win uh, at least one of these two games because he wants to. It, it matters to him that he's never had a losing season. Um, I expect him to go out and win these these final two games actually to to, to take care of that. Uh, the Browns are well, the Browns as they have been for the majority of his career, and the Ravens are just a, a shadow of themselves, having lost their last five games. All right, a reminder: keep those comments coming. You can find us on Twitter at WPXI Final Word, on Facebook at The Final Word. Now it's time for five words. Give us five words on a New Year's resolution for any sports team. From Kevin on Facebook, to get another franchise quarterback, just make the playoffs, please. That's from Kane One Drew on Twitter. And finally, Fountain of Youth transforms Buckos. Now the panel, what expectations do you have, uh, or what are your five words for the New Year's resolution? We'll start with Dan. Major League Baseball salary cap. That's it, or at least a cap-type system. There's nothing else that any of us could suggest here that would have a ripple effect for years to come on one of the three franchises in town. Nothing would make a bigger difference. And for those who don't understand what a cap does, yes, it forces the owner to spend up as well, which will give everyone around here their wish as far as Bob Nutting's spending habits. All right, Tim, five words. Well, my will be Steelers related. My five words will be run, and stop the run. I'm not a dinosaur. I know it's a passing league. I get it. But you can't be terrible at those two, team, two things, and this team is terrible at those two things. They are last in the NFL at stopping the run. Coming into this week, I believe they're 29th in rushing the football. You can't be 29th running the ball when you've got an aging quarterback in Ben Roethlisberger, and next year you might have a rookie quarterback or you might have Mason Rudolph. They've got to get more of a run game to support the quarterback, and that defense has to get the offense on the field more often and in more advantageous situations than what has been the case this year because they're being run all over. What are your five words, Dale? A brand new offensive line. Uh, mm. To Tim's point, uh, they're, they're not going to fix what they are this year. Uh, but fixing that offensive line will go a long way towards creating the nest for the quarterback next year. Uh, the defensive line, the run stopping, should get better with the return of some of the guys that they've been missing this year. But they need to revamp that offensive line. They've got the uh, salary cap space to do it. Now all they have to do is go spend it. All right. Anybody want to add five more words to make it 10? What's wrong with Aaron Rodgers there? <laughs> no one mentioned Aaron Rodgers. He's, he's just sitting there to be had. I will happening. second that notion. There we go. That's five. That's out. <laughs> All it's right. just not going to happen. How about that? All right. Everybody got five more. That's Thanks, six. guys. Still to come. Gonna. Gonna. You can turn gonna into one word, right? Yeah. The Penguins hang on to win their eighth straight. Is this team a legitimate Stanley Cup contender? Not sure yet. It's still relatively early. We'll discuss that further when the final word comes back after this. This is the final word. Welcome back to the award-winning and highly rated final word. I'm Albie Oxenrider. This is our first show of 2022. Tonight I'm with Dan Kovacevic, Tim Benz, Dale Lawley, and let's go back to the subject of the Penguins. Tim, the Penguins hang on to win their eighth straight. 
It's only early January, but uh, can you tell us if this team is a legitimate cup contender? No, and I can't tell that for just about anybody in the NHL except for maybe Tampa and Florida, but um, I can't say that. I can't say that for a lot of teams because basically we're restarting the season here, and I do like the start they've gotten out to, and how can you argue with what they've done of late, but uh, I want to see an extended stretch of hockey that now mirrors what they did going into this break, or at least somewhat replicates it. And even at that point, there's still so much to be played and a lot to be caught up on. Uh, I do like the fact that both goalies have played well, but even today's game is a perfect microcosm of what I'm talking about. They were fantastic in the first period. Next thing you know, they're scratching for their lives, and then they went 8-5 to five by the end. So, no, I can't tell you if they're a cup contender right now. And for 95% of the league, I think I feel the same way. All right, back to Twitter. Are they a cup contender? Yes, they are. Dale, you're next. Well, I, I kind of side with Tim on this one. It's way too early to say this team is a cup contender. What we do know is some of the teams that aren't cup contenders, and that's not going to change for them. This, at least the Penguins have put themselves into that mix. But as we know in hockey, so much is going to change between now and in the 50 games or so that everybody still has to play. Uh, trades will be made, uh, moves, uh, these other injuries and things of that nature. Um, they put themselves in position. But there's still a lot of, uh, of hockey to be played before you can say, yeah, that team's a cup contender. Dan? Ultimately, the only person that can answer this is Tristan Jari. I think we can all agree on that after what we saw last season. Um, that said, this team has put itself in a position where it's created forward depth. And I mean created, like out of thin air in some cases. Evan Rodriguez is one of the ten best forwards in the NHL to date by almost every metric. It's insane. The hat trick wasn't even an outlier today. They're five and a half lines deep at forward right now. That's crazy. Uh, they can score, they can defend, and so far they contend goal. As such, I think if you're looking at the term literally, are they a contender? Yes, they're going to make the playoffs. They're going to compete with some of these teams that they've already beaten. Tim, you mentioned Florida and Tampa. They've beaten some of the better teams. They've beaten Toronto uh, in their building. Uh, it's Yes, it's early. It's early. But this is when we're talking about it, right? Absolutely. All right, the Peach Bowl now is in the rearview mirror. Pitt Panthers are already, though, focused on 2022. Dale, Pitt's now picked up a quarterback and a wide receiver in the portal. What are your next expectations for this program? Sustain. You know, you know we see teams all the time in college football have a good season, and then they take a big step backwards the next year. If you want to be a top-notch program, you have to at least get to eight or nine wins next year. It can't be a backslide to six or seven wins in a 500 record. You have to be able to sustain and at least be battling for that ACC championship again in 2022. All right, back to Twitter. They still have their offensive line, so a good quarterback might mean they have almost as much success as this season. Back to Dan. Well, I'm going to be a little bit skeptical here because so much of this was driven by Kenny Pickett and Jordan Addison, and that connection obviously isn't going to be there with no Pickett. And there's a lot of other variables for Pitt that kind of continued through the season. There were defensive inconsistencies. There were times they'd give up a ton of points. And you'd wonder, what the heck is this? For a program like Dale was referencing, to find that continuity, there's got to be an identity for it. There's got to be something that you're looking at and you say, okay, this school is about this. I've heard some people say that now it's about wide receivers. But that's not going to do it. Pat Narduzzi's a defensive coach. If Pat Narduzzi's going to leave his mark on this program year to year to year, they've got to become not a good defense, not a very good one, but a great one.
Tim? I agree with Dale's point, which is to continue on the path that they're on right now. There's no one in that division of the ACC where you have to look at and say, oh boy, they're going to rebound in a huge way and be automatically better than Pitt next mm -hmm. year. Win the division again, go back to the ACC championship. I mean, if this USC transfer quarterback is everything all the Pitt fans are telling me that he is, then okay, that's okay for me to build up that expectation then, if that's the case. Go back to the ACC championship and maybe next year beat a good Clemson team if Clemson gets good again. Like, that would be the next step. But I think at least winning the division again is fair to ask if, you know, the transfers that we're talking about are what they're cracked up to be. All right, thank you for that. And now the Antonio Brown story that unfolded today after a strange and troubling incident on the field <laughs> against the Jets. Antonio Brown is no longer a buck. That's straight from the coach. What's Brown's legacy, Dan? Well, the first thing I think about after all, you know all the obligatory questioning of his mental faculties and everything that actually we've all been doing for a long time now is Hall of Fame. You know, AB had put himself back in line, I thought, for a Hall of Fame uh, bid. Uh, once he went to Tampa, he wins the Super Bowl. He seemed to be somewhat of an okay citizen there uh, throughout. And then he does this, you know, and this is going to be what people think about when they think about A.B. It's not going to be his game against the Saints. It's definitely not going to be his playing some secondary role in a Super Bowl. It's going to be about this, this weirdness. All right, back to Twitter. Wasted talent. We're not talking about you, Tim, but you're next. No, thanks. I appreciate that, Albie. I'm good. I think I'm maximizing what I've got, actually. Um, yeah, I agree with the point that Dayon made, which was that it's more about the off-the-field stuff because he doesn't have any remaining bridges. There's no city, there's no hometown, there's no organization that's going to want to get his back when it comes to a legacy debate because he's burned everybody on the way out. Pittsburgh, Oakland slash Vegas, the Patriots, and now the Bucks. You know, he's managed to soil the bed everywhere he's been to the point that everybody now just wants to wash their hands and say, well, we're not going to get this guy's back. Look how he left us on the way out the door, which is a shame because to the point on Twitter, he's had all the talent in the world and has put up a great career on the field. But who's going to want to remember that voluntarily without being talked into it? Mike Tomlin's greatest achievement as a head coach. Let's get that on the record. Yeah, apparently uh, Tom Brady and Bruce Arians were bad leaders as well. <laughs> apparently they that. couldn't figure out how to get this guy to, to fall in line. <laughs> Look, I, you know, I did a radio show uh, on ESPN 970 with uh, Antonio Brown, actually on D WDVE as well, for three years. And I might have been his biggest defender in Pittsburgh. It's, he, what he has done the last three or four years has been indefensible. Um, you can say uh, it's craziness or he has mental issues, whatever it may be. He's done this to himself, and he has tarnished his legacy. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. The guy had six consecutive 100 reception seasons for the Steelers. The Steelers have three guys when uh, Deontay Johnson gets uh, his 100th catch this season. They'll have three other guys who have done it once. He was a great football player, but that's it. All right. Thank you, Dale. When we come back around the horn on any topic, the final word is next. This is the final word. Welcome back to the award-winning and highly rated final word. I'm Albie Oxenrider. This is our first show of 2022. Tonight I'm with Dan Kovacevic, Tim Benz, Dale Lawley, and let's go back to the subject of the Penguins. Tim, 
The Penguins hang on to win their eighth straight. It's only early January, but uh, can you tell us if this team is a legitimate cup contender? No, and I can't tell that for just about anybody in the NHL except for maybe Tampa and Florida, but um, I can't say that. I can't say that for a lot of teams because basically we're restarting the season here, and I do like the start they've gotten out to, and how can you argue with what they've done of late, but uh, I want to see an extended stretch of hockey that now mirrors what they did going into this break, or at least somewhat replicates it. And even at that point, there's still so much to be played and a lot to be caught up on. Uh, I do like the fact that both goalies have played well, but even today's game is a perfect microcosm of what I'm talking about. They were fantastic in the first period. Next thing you know, they're scratching for their lives, and then they went 8-5 to five by the end. So, no, I can't tell you if they're a cup contender right now. And for 95% of the league, I think I feel the same way. All right, back to Twitter. Are they a cup contender? Yes, they are. Dale, you're next. Well, I, I kind of side with Tim on this one. It's way too early to say this team is a cup contender. What we do know is some of the teams that aren't cup contenders, and that's not going to change for them. This, at least the Penguins have put themselves into that mix. But as we know in hockey, so much is going to change between now and in the 50 games or so that everybody still has to play. Uh, trades will be made, uh, moves, uh, these other injuries and things of that nature. Um, they put themselves in position. But there's still a lot of, uh, of hockey to be played before you can say, yeah, that team's a cup contender. Dan? Ultimately, the only person that can answer this is Tristan Jari. I think we can all agree on that after what we saw last season. Um, that said, this team has put itself in a position where it's created forward depth. And I mean created, like out of thin air in some cases. Evan Rodriguez is one of the ten best forwards in the NHL to date by almost every metric. It's insane. The hat trick wasn't even an outlier today. They're five and a half lines deep at forward right now. That's crazy. Uh, they can score, they can defend, and so far they can tend goal. As such, I think if you're looking at the term literally, are they a contender? Yes, they're going to make the playoffs. They're going to compete with some of these teams that they've already beaten. Tim, you mentioned Florida and Tampa. They've beaten some of the better teams. They've beaten Toronto uh, in their building. Uh, it's Yes, it's early. It's early. But this is when we're talking about it, right? Absolutely. All right, the Peach Bowl now is in the rearview mirror. Pitt Panthers are already, though, focused on 2022. Dale, Pitt's now picked up a quarterback and a wide receiver in the portal. What are your next expectations for this program? Sustain. You know, you know, we see teams all the time in college football have a good season, and then they take a big step backwards the next year. If you want to be a top-notch program, you have to at least get to eight or nine wins next year. It can't be a backslide to six or seven wins in a 500 record. You have to be able to sustain and at least be battling for that ACC championship again in 2022. All right, back to Twitter. They still have their offensive line, so a good quarterback might mean they have almost as much success as this season. Back to Dan. Well, I'm going to be a little bit skeptical here because so much of this was driven by Kenny Pickett and Jordan Addison, and that connection obviously isn't going to be there with no Pickett. And there's a lot of other variables for Pitt that kind of continued through the season. There were defensive inconsistencies. There were times they'd give up a ton of points. And you'd wonder, what the heck is this? For a program like Dale was referencing, to find that continuity, there's got to be an identity for it. There's got to be something that you're looking at and you say, okay, this school is about this. I've heard some people say that now it's about wide receivers. But that's not going to do it. Pat Narduzzi's a defensive coach. If Pat Narduzzi's going to leave his mark on this program year to year to year, 
they've got to become not a good defense, not a very good one, but a great one. Tim? I agree with Dale's point, which is to continue on the path that they're on right now. There's no one in that division of the ACC where you have to look at and say, oh boy, they're going to rebound in a huge way and be automatically better than Pitt next mm -hmm. year. Win the division again, go back to the ACC championship. I mean, if this USC transfer quarterback is everything all the Pitt fans are telling me that he is, then okay, that's okay for me to build up that expectation then, if that's the case. Go back to the ACC championship and maybe Next year, beat a good Clemson team if Clemson gets good again. Like, that would be the next step. But I think at least winning the division again is fair to ask if, you know, the transfers that we're talking about are what they're cracked up to be. All right, thank you for that. And now the Antonio Brown story that unfolded today after a strange and troubling incident on the field <laughs> against the Jets. Antonio Brown is no longer a buck. That's straight from the coach. What's Brown's legacy, Dan? Well, the first thing I think about after all, you know all the obligatory questioning of his mental faculties and everything that actually we've all been doing for a long time now is Hall of Fame. You know, AB had put himself back in line, I thought, for a Hall of Fame uh, bid. Uh, once he went to Tampa, he wins the Super Bowl. He seemed to be somewhat of an okay citizen there uh, throughout. And then he does this, you know, and this is going to be what people think about when they think about A.B. It's not going to be his game against the Saints. It's definitely not going to be his playing some secondary role in a Super Bowl. It's going to be about this, this weirdness. All right, back to Twitter. Wasted talent. We're not talking about you, Tim, but you're next. No, thanks. I appreciate that, <laughs> Albie. I'm good. I think I'm maximizing what I've got, actually. Um, yeah, I agree with the point that Dayon made, which was that it's more about the off-the-field stuff because he doesn't have any remaining bridges. There's no city, there's no hometown, there's no organization that's going to want to get his back when it comes to a legacy debate because he's burned everybody on the way out. Pittsburgh, Oakland slash Vegas, the Patriots, and now the Bucks. You know, he's managed to soil the bed everywhere he's been to the point that everybody now just wants to wash their hands and say, well, we're not going to get this guy's back. Look how he left us on the way out the door, which is a shame because to the point on Twitter, he's had all the talent in the world and has put up a great career on the field. But who's going to want to remember that voluntarily without being talked into it? Mike Tomlin's greatest achievement as a head coach. Let's get that on the record. Yeah, apparently uh, Tom Brady and Bruce Arians were bad leaders as well. <laughs> apparently they that. couldn't figure out how to get this guy to, to fall in line. <laughs> Look, I, you know, I did a radio show uh, on ESPN 970 with uh, Antonio Brown, actually on D WDVE as well for three years. And I might have been his biggest defender in Pittsburgh. It's, he, what he has done the last three or four years has been indefensible. Um, you can say uh, it's craziness or he has mental issues, whatever it may be. He's done this to himself, and he has tarnished his legacy. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. The guy had six consecutive 100 reception seasons for the Steelers. The Steelers have three guys when uh, Deontay Johnson gets uh, his 100th catch this season. They'll have three other guys who have done it once. He was a great football player, but that's it. All right. Thank you, Dale. When we come back, around the horn on any topic, the final word is next.